Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Marriage Puzzle Podcast. We are Thomas and Julie Hobby, and we are going to be doing a deeper dive this week into uh, a book review that, uh, for a book that we recently read. Uh, We talked about it some on last week's episode when we were talking about uh, personalities and marriage, and uh, the book that we're diving into this week is uh, called Know Yourself, Know Your Money. Uh, it's a book by Rachel Cruz, who uh, comes out of the uh, Dave Ramsey organization. In fact, she's uh, his daughter, and um, the book really uh, hit home for us. You know, in talking about it last week, mixed in with the personalities, um, just in marriage. Um, we felt like when we got to read this book um, that it, it gave us a, a background into why we are the way we are with money. Talk. It dives into uh, how you were raised around money and things like that. Um, and so, uh, so it just was a really great book. We've got the book linked on our website. So if you want to buy the book, uh, make sure you go to our website and check it out. Um, and tonight we're going to be diving into the personality test we took from the book. Um, and that is not listed on our website. You have to get that directly from the Dave Ramsey website. Um, but if, if you love the podcast and, uh, you want to support us and getting this book is something of interest to you, uh, if you buy it through our website, um, we'll get a little bit of a commission on that, uh, at no extra cost to you. Um, and it just really helps us out. So, uh, that, that would be uh, greatly appreciated. Um, but the quiz you'll have to get directly from Dave Ramsey's site. So, um, that's kind of what we're talking about tonight. Yeah, and I'm excited because um, I actually read somewhere just today that said, money is the opposite of the weather. Nobody talks about it, but everybody does something about it. So think about it. <laughs> yeah, when, when you said that to me earlier, it took me a couple minutes to kind of so wrap my mind around when it. When people talk about the weather, like people do, right? It's kind of the, I don't know what to talk about, so I'm going to bring up the weather. Mm-hmm. But nobody can do anything about the weather. Right. So if money is the opposite of the weather, nobody talks about it, but everybody does something about it. Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, whoa, Which, that's so true. And and that can cause some problems in marriage, right? If if everybody's doing their own thing about money, but they're never talking about it and coming to the table and trying to get on the same page, then you could have two people who have good intentions, but are doing completely opposite things and are really just going to be hamstringing each other. Right. And I think before marriage, um, we tend to talk about deep things, I think, we or we try to. Um, but you don't know what you're going to experience. I mean, that's kind of why the, the marriage puzzle is our um, name and our brand and our theme here. Because you're going to turn over different puzzle pieces along the way and not really get what or know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. But so before marriage, you you try to ask those deep questions like, how many kids do you want? Uh, where do you want to live? Or maybe they are deeper financial dreams that you, you do talk about. I want to give credit to that. But even that maybe just still surface of, what are your career goals and how much income you want to make? Or when you're buying a house, you're probably going to talk about the cost and the, the price of your mortgage and, and what you can afford there. Those, those are really big, high-level things. Which are appropriate because you have to see how compatible you are with that person f- 
to stay with them the rest of your life. And if, if they're thinking, you know, oh, I only, I think I could get by on making, you know, $15,000 a year. And you're like, no, I'm thinking like $150,000 a year. You're Red flag. way apart, you know. <laughs> um, but I think those are important questions. Yeah, uh, good point. I think, though, the conversation should not end at that date table I should say I was gonna say the dinner table um because this book helps you answer um the book know yourself know your money helps you answer and communicate very practical money questions that you should be talking about throughout your marriage Mm -hmm. not just day one or or before marriage um kind of as you go along so just two examples from the book that I was like wow people should talk about money like they talk about the weather <laughs> um is how much you expect to spend on a special occasion mm-hmm. so i think that's you know gifts if we did our anniversary is coming up so if we if we didn't have that conversation i mean what if one person just gave the other a card and someone gave a gift that's hundreds of dollars. A brand new car. I mean, <laughs> um, that's great, but those aren't, they're not matching and the expectation there is going to be off. Or even a um, better example, maybe just be a date night. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm like, it's your turn to surprise me on our date night and you take me to McDonald's. <laughs> like, well, maybe we should have talked about the spending limits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if I went too far and spent all of our savings on one, you know, excursion that may not be an enjoyable experience for you either. So again, how much you'd expect to spend on a special occasion, just one example from the book. And another one was, um, for me to feel comfortable, my emergency savings can't get below blank. Mm -hmm. And again, that is, an amazing question to actually think for yourself and learn that. That's what we talked about last week with personalities, like learn yourself and then learn your spouse and then marrying those two. Um, just having those real open conversations um, can hopefully save some frustrations and fights along the way on marriage. Yeah. Marriage. Yeah. And I think that those are great and definitely need to be talked about. You know, like you said, throughout the marriage but uh i think some of those simpler questions those those more lower level uh, lower level um you know lower altitude questions um are important as well because you have to um know what you're what you're going to be experiencing on a day-to-day um process with the other person and that's where those questions come into play those are the day-to-day type of scenarios that you're going to be working through um you also need to know the high level stuff too so i think both are uh equally as important uh to be talking about before marriage and you know throughout marriage because those things can change as well i mean as your income grows you know your threshold of what a uh, special occasion gift could go from $50 to $500. I mean, it, that that all depends on, you know, how uh, successful you are and things like that. But if you're not talking about it, communicating it, like I said, even a mm-hmm. um, generous gift or gesture can make the other one feel really, really insecure. Right. I mean, we've been there. Remember when um, our washer and dryer died, I had a very, very simple... Uh, washer and dryer you know just kind of 
I guess came at the house or something and they just died. So of course you have to go get another washer and dryer. And, um, we went and now I know my husband, he does a lot of research (laughs) before purchasing. Um, but you don't always include me or have not in the past (laughs) included me in those research and the time and, and, um, you know, stress or or whatever you've already calculated in your head. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't part of the process. So when we got there and we bought our new washer and dryer, it was top of the line, very nice quality. And in the store, I was excited. Actually, I was like, wow, these are amazing. Like I was totally sold. Right. And then when we got in the car and had them loaded up, I I guess I had like buyer's remorse. I started crying. Do you remember that? (laughs) I do. And I was more like, what have you done? Why did you buy the top of the line if we can't afford that? But we could. All and it I was didn't, my fault, no, apparently. I, it was a marriage. What did you it, do? I was right there next to you. But what did you it, do? It was a marriage defining moment because um, I just thought of that, actually, that, um, that memory because... That, that was really real. That was probably the first time that I realized I have no idea where we stand financially mm-hmm. to know that we could afford that. And I just felt like we had thrown away everything. And so we that was really early on. And I don't want that for other couples. <laughs> that was such a silly, like high, really high and really low moment for me. And um humorous now but we've had to learn to talk about that those little things and big things along the way i mean i think it's funny that you say it was really early on because we'd probably been married for about eight years when that happened Actually, i was just thinking that i was like did we have kids it was it was around our... the time the, the kids were probably already born but they were probably young yeah um but it just feels a long time ago yeah. because we've grown <laughs> yeah. in the in the next eight years. But um but yeah, anyway, I yeah. Just... back back to the podcast. You back know, we're, to the book. we're going down memory lane here. But um yeah, so why so... are we recommending this book that you should read it with your spouse or discuss it together? Yeah, the it's a it's that's actually a really great segue, um, because the book actually talks about uh, money fears, um, motivations that you have around money between spending, saving, giving, um, and what they call the money classrooms. Um, they uh, say that it's the intersection between emotional and verbal communication um, about the, to, to tell you which classroom you're in with money. And the different classrooms are anxious, unstable, unaware or secure is how they list them out. Um, And if you kind of think of uh, the X, Y axis, um, you've got the the emotional um, going one way, which is secure versus unsecure with money. Um, And then you've got the verbal, which is going the other way, which is open communication versus closed communication. And then kind of depending on how you feel your upbringing was and things like that, you'll land in one of those classrooms. Um, And it's really just insightful to know why you kind of view things the way that you view them. Um, And uh, I think it's great because, uh, you know, it circles around how your parents handled their money, uh, how they talked to you about money, whether they did or didn't talk to you about money. um, And that can instill a lot of 
uh, values in us that we don't really know or understand how to unpack. And this book does a really good job of helping you to unpack some of those emotions around money um, so that you can learn more about why you think of money the way you do or why you, uh, why your relationship towards money is the way it is. Yeah. And the last topic that we're going to talk about today um, that the book touches on is money tendencies. And there's seven of them. And then um, on in the quiz, you can kind of see where you fall on the spectrum, you know, higher or lower. And, um, and so we're just going to touch about half of them or so to today um, because one of them is spender versus saver mm-hmm. and I think knowing that um, about yourself and about your spouse is very very helpful just practical things I am totally the spender um, and Thomas is more the saver mm-hmm. and so um, yeah I think when I get back from the store I'm like but I saved this much mm-hmm. let's not talk about how much I spent but um <laughs> again coming at a very humorous <laughs> approach today but stuff we've had to work through and learn about each other so that one wasn't a surprise um but Thomas, was there any other surprises on where we scored? You know, I don't think that it was really surprising to us. I I mean, another one is uh, if you've done anything with Dave Ramsey, Financial Peace University, or read the Total Money Makeover book or anything like that, uh, then you probably heard the terms nerd or free spirit. They use those terms um, as very endearing terms uh, in in their system. Um, The nerd is more of the person who uh, just kind of gravitates towards doing the finances, you know, wants to know the budget and do the budget and know where every dollar is going to go and and things like that. And the free spirit's more of just like a, yeah, everything will just happen and, and, you know, fly by the seat of our pants and, you know, it's all good. Um, they don't, they, they feel kind of trapped by a budget or, or constrained by a budget. Um, and so, uh, you know, I'm definitely more of the nerd. You're definitely more of the free spirit. And, Although you know, I think on the quiz, we scored both on the nerd yeah, side. Yeah, both on the nerd which side. Which is interesting. You're just a little more to the free spirit yeah, side Yeah, because the other ones we're going to touch on, we are opposite mm-hmm. of each other. But I want to stress that's not the goal and that's mm-hmm. not, you know, yeah, opposites attract. Yes and no. I think some similar personalities we have to have to, to relate to each other. Right. And so, um, yeah, when we were... Um, we did this as an audio book. So when we were listening to the book and answering the questions after each chapter, I think we were trying to pick, are you nerd or free spirit? Mm-hmm. But um, on the assessment, it, it's it put, a spectrum. Yeah, yeah. I put us both on the nerd side, just one's more nerdy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you can, you can think of it as like those survey questions you do, like strongly disagree, disagree, neutral, you know, whatever. And and it's kind of lands you somewhere on the spectrum so that you're, um, uh, you can kind of see where you fit in. You don't have to be all the way on one side or all the way on the other. You can fit somewhere in the middle. Um, Another one was uh, safety versus status. That one was really insightful to me. I think, you know, um, that based on when when we got to see that in comparison to your Enneagram, like we were talking about last week mm-hmm. uh, and my Enneagram, those both lined up perfectly with our Enneagram types. Um, 
Now, I don't know how that would line up for everybody else, but for us, it lined up perfectly uh, that you uh, land more on the status end, I land more on the safety end um, of uh, how we, uh, of our tendency towards money in that regard. Yeah, and then the last one I, spoiler alert, last week already said was experiences versus things. And just our money tendencies there. And so um, Thomas likes to buy more things uh, or spend money on things. And I like to spend money on experiences. And 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 I guess that's just kind of to go back up to my um, first point on the how much you'd like to spend on special occasions. If we didn't have those conversations to answer that question or know where we fall on experiences versus things, I think we'd be really disappointed because you'd probably want to buy a bunch of gifts for Christmas or receive a bunch of gifts for Christmas and put our money there. And I like, well, I want to go on a vacation. Why haven't we gone on a vacation this year? Mm-hmm. Well, we're saving it for Christmas. Well, no, I want to save it for vacation. And again, it's just these little tiffs that can come about um, in your marriages if you don't discuss them when you're not in those when it's it's not Christmas morning, right. you know, and you're like, what did you just do? Or yeah. the washer and dryer. <laughs> um, you talk about them before they're a big blow up or when you do have those unexpected things that you didn't know to talk about it, lean into why you're feeling, how you're feeling and where you might um, understand each other from, like I said, experiences versus things or safety versus status or spender versus saver yeah and you know a a big thing for us is you know as if you've been listening to the podcast every week uh, you know that by profession i'm a financial coach so in this regard shameless plug if you want some help with your finances uh make sure you send us a mess a direct message and you know we can talk about uh how I could help you with that. But, um, you know, really this book hit home for us uh, from just a a deeper communication level. Um, You know, we're really big about communication. It's something that we've had to grow a lot in in our marriage Um, and communication in all aspects. But, you know, we've all heard that money and finances is a major reason uh, that marriages end in divorce. Um, I was just looking up some statistics on this and uh, one of the websites that I found uh, said that um, like 41% of divorces state that finances were a major reason of why a divorce occurred. Um, and so, um, you know, that's something that we think, you know, we've learned to try to communicate about. Uh, we're not perfect at it, you know. We're not saying we're the absolute experts, but we've learned a lot of things. And if we can put something out there to try and help people who are are struggling in this area, then, you know, why not? And this book was huge for us, hugely helpful. Um, and, and we, in all fairness, when we read the book, listened to the book, <clears throat> we were um, a lot farther down the road. We were pretty close to being out of debt um, and, you know, we were, we were doing okay financially and, and things like that. But it really gave us a lot of great insight. It was one of these books that I wish I had it back in year one of our marriage um, because it would have got helped us so much more along the way. But it's it, it recently came out. I mean, within like yeah, the last year new. or so, um, it's, a, it's a new book. So 
so it wasn't even available to us uh, back then. So wherever you're at now, we really, truly recommend this book. Uh, it's a fantastic book to help you with your communication um, in general, but specifically around money. So uh, we really encourage you to go check it out. Uh, don't... Uh, don't become a statistic of divorce without doing everything that you can to try and save your marriage. And if this book can get you there in the finance area, spend the 15 bucks on the book or whatever it is. It's If you need the permission to spend a little money to buy a book to help your marriage, spend the $15. Um, additionally, the, this quiz that we took uh, from the Dave Ramsey website, uh, that costs $30 on their website, but well, well worth the money. So so invest in your marriage. I was just going to say that. Investing uh, in your marriage you is just a, a blog post we just posted. So And it's a nice little pun on the money side of things too. I know, but seriously, investing in your marriage... Um, take a look at marriagepuzzle.com because then you'll see our blog posts which are out the 1st and 15th of every month with the most recent um, investing in your marriage and that's actually not um, about uh, buying books but (laughs) go check that out and um, but if you want to buy the book it's also uh, the link is on our website so marriagepuzzle.com you can see all the tabs of our blogs and affiliates and things like that. Um, But I'm so excited because um, we are going to actually give away a book, (laughs) Know Yourself, Know Your Money, and a quiz. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have on hand um, a a hardback book Mm -hmm. from Rachel Cruz and a link that you and your spouse can both take um, the assessment for free and then they... Uh, put the results together in one PDF um, Mm -hmm. for you to review. So if you're not following us on Facebook or Instagram at Marriage Puzzle, you'll want to right away because we'll post those contest details um, on there this week and um, hope that you can win the book and link. So like a $45 value. Woohoo. Yeah. But um, we're so excited that you joined us again this week and um you were kind of touching on it about communication is key. And so we're going to take um, next month and talk a lot about uh, communication. So it's not all about money, but just this is communicating in your marriage, communicating with your uh, about money in your marriage. Um, and so I um, hope you join us next week and every Monday where together we'll work on marriage one puzzle piece at a time. Have a great week. See you later.